Hi, I'm Joanna Bonaro, and I created a TV show called Good and Screwed, and out of that came these podcasts. Welcome Welcome to to Terrace Truth Talking Talking. with Joanna and Julie. Hi. Hi. So today is Sunday. Sunday, yes. Uh Uh-huh. And we're here talking to you guys. And we're going to talk about faith. Faith, which is a very broad subject. And complicated. And very complicated. And and actually, Joanna and I have never really discussed this before between us, so you guys are going to get the first-hand conversation about it. The so, real, genuine conversation. Yes. Where we actually, even as friends, uh, we've actually never had a conversation about faith with one another. No, not at all. So... Um, I think this is going to be fun. Yeah. All right. Since we know that this is such a huge topic. Yes. I know that I specifically want to speak about an experience that I had uh, a a year or so ago that made me really, that confirmed my belief about the afterlife. Okay. And Julie, you want to talk about? I'm not, I, I mean, I think we'll get there. Okay. I'm, I'm, I want to hear, I want to hear what you have to say. But when you ta- say, uh, confirmed my belief about the afterlife, so you're saying an afterlife in the sort of traditional sense with God. Yes. So you believe that there's a God. Yes. Yes. I, 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 I'm a Catholic, uh, although I am I don't. I do not believe in all the tenets right. of the Catholic religion. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I am not a firm Catholic. Right. I am perhaps, if viewed by by many, I'm a lapsed Catholic. Right. But and I consider myself a Catholic. Huh? However, I I also believe in let's like abortion. I believe in gay marriage. Wait, them. Right. I just choose to live my life in a way that's as as right and morally correct as I possibly can. Right. So, do so you, what I wanted to really talk about today was... Wait, uh, I want to ex- ask you one thing. Do you believe that you're going to go to heaven? Or do, I, you, do you believe, I believe in hell? I believe that there are there's a goodness in the universe and that there are consequences and that there's evil that exists. Do you believe in heaven? I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I right. I hope that there is a heaven. Yeah, I, and I hope that there is a place where spirits go that have been evil and done evil on Earth. That that there are consequences to that. Yeah, I mean, God, wouldn't it be great if there was a heaven? And maybe there is. So if we all really believed in this heaven, so we'd be like. Well, I'm going to live to 90, and then I'm going to go to effing heaven. <laughs> like, we would all just Actually, be like... the first time I ever heard anyone say effing heaven. <laughs> but that would be such a... Like, nobody would be fearful of death. Because you'd be like, I'm going to heaven. And then it would be like, wow, heaven... And I guess you'd think heaven was this really great place. I guess in a weird way, you might be like, oh, I'm going to like miss the people back on earth. And I don't personally believe in heaven but god i kind of wish i could because then well, why what how how were you raised 
Uh, I was raised with no religion. No religion. No, except that I would go to like Methodist church. Okay. Not for the teachings because that's where they had the um, plays and the musicals. All right, but I don't even know, know what, what. It's like Christian, Methodist, Baptist, you know. I don't know much about Methodist. It's, it's, it's just like, you know, one of those like basic, you know, religions mm -hmm. that are out there. Okay. I don't know that much about it either. Again, I would go for the plays and the musicals okay. so that I could perform. All right. So, I mean, and that's, and then that's sort of like the extent of, I had no religious training, no, I'm trying to think of my, nah, we never, my mother actually was a Quaker, interestingly enough, but she didn't really bring that into our household. I mean, she told me that back in the day she was a Quaker, um, but I can't really tell you anything about Quakers. Um, but no, we, we didn't pray. We didn't have... Well, the thing is, um, I was I was a bit alienated, actually. You know, the fact uh -huh. that I'm saying I'm Catholic because I was a twin and uh -huh. we couldn't afford to go to Catholic school. Uh -huh. And when my mother tried to get us into Catholic school, they said, well, only you can only afford one child, so <sighs> separate them. That's terrible. So that really left a good taste in my mouth. Yeah. So we only went, we went to public school and then we went on Wednesday afternoons to catechism at two or three o'clock in the afternoons every Wednesday. But I grew up loving um there was this really cute father his name was father anthony mm. oh what a crush i had on him when i made confirmation uh and uh that's where we sang and we learned about catechism and all and and that was really the extent of my religious instruction so right. i can't say it was rather deep right uh and and that's all I can really say about a lot of that. It's interesting, though. I uh, lived in the South uh, until I was a very young teenager. But in the South, everybody was a Christian, just not my parents. So my parents were from the North, and we had moved down there from my father's job. So we were like the odd ducks. So like all of my friends were like going to church and, you know, going out after church and all that kind of stuff. And like... So I would want to do that to be like my friends, okay. but in my household, that was not going on at all. Okay. So it was almost like me going to church was like, I mean, I could tell my mother, but it was almost like she was like, okay. You know, yeah. she wasn't like, we're going to church. It was kind of the opposite of that. No, my parents told us we should go to church mm -hmm. and they were quietly religious mm -hmm. but they were working so hard they just said you go to church mm -hmm. but we did honor all of the religious holidays mm -hmm. and we didn't meet uh meet on fridays and uh because you weren't supposed to eat meat on fridays. all right so that's and, very that's catholic yeah that's catholic and uh -huh. and oh wait i just remembered something so when i was a kid and i did go to confession when i was a kid <laughs> and i all for a while i always wanted to be catholic because I thought it was so, like, cool and, like, elusive and, in a weird way, hot and sexy, even though before I knew what hot and sexy was. <laughs> but I, I just thought, oh, I want to be Catholic. Okay. That's I interesting. Weird. I know. Well, just to move a yeah. bit in this topic, yeah. what I wanted to talk about mm -hmm. was why the, what happened to me and why what confirmed my belief, not necessarily in what were you asking me about with heaven and hell and all, mm -hmm. although I do believe 
that because this is in reference to my mother, mm-hmm. and my mother, I think, was one of the finest, nicest, um, good good hearts mm-hmm. in, in the world that I've ever met mm-hmm. as a human being. Um, and if there's a heaven, she's definitely there. Mm-hmm. Uh, is uh, right after she passed away and mm-hmm. we buried her, mm-hmm. That evening, I went to sleep, and I felt an ice-cold hand on my shoulder. Wow. And I felt very scared. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I put the covers over my head, mm-hmm. and part of me knew, thought it was her, knew it was her, mm-hmm. but I couldn't, I couldn't get up. Mm. So I... You mean you felt like you were physically restrained in the bed? No. I was scared that I felt an ice-cold oh, hand okay, on my shoulder. Okay. And, I, and, and I couldn't turn around. Right. And when I woke up the next morning, I remembered it, and I got mad at myself because I said, that was probably my mother. That was uh, my mother's spirit right, saying goodbye. Right. So then the next night comes, uh-huh. and it happens again. Oh. And again. I, I was so scared. I couldn't turn around. And to this day, I'm, I'm still upset that I was a coward, <laughs> that I couldn't turn around because I'm convinced it was my mother. Oh, so that you couldn't turn around and like look at her and look at her, her and oh. look at her because it was so icy cold. But it was a gentle touch. It wasn't I shouldn't have been scared because that's never happened to me mm-hmm. ever again. So, and, and the nexus of the occurrence. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that happened. But then something else happened that was pretty strange, mm-hmm. but I think it was magnificent. Mm-hmm. So I, when my mother, the last two years of my mother's life, mm-hmm. many I spent many days with her. Uh, because my sister, she was living with my sister, and my sister was traveling the world for work. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of my being an actor, mm-hmm. freelance schedule, and all, I could spend a lot of time with her, especially mm-hmm. when my sister was away. So I was writing my TV series, Good and Screwed, and mm-hmm. she would, I would, I would bounce off ideas with her, and also I dedicated my series to my mother, mm-hmm. whose name is Grace. Mm-hmm. And we were filming. One of the last days, of, in fact, it was the last day of filming, mm-hmm. and we were filming it at St. Mark's Church, a church, and we were filming it in the 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 yard, the yard, the uh, of St. Mark's Church, and there was a bench, and it was raining that day, and the director came up to me. Because I was I was concentrating and all, and she said to me, Joanna, did you see the rock near the bench? We were filming a, a date scene, mm-hmm. and I said no. She said, it has your mother's name on it. Mm. There was a rock that was, I don't know, um, it was a pretty big rock, around twelve inches by six inches. It was I see it in my head. Mm-hmm. It was pale blue, mm-hmm. and in white letters, print. It, it said the name Grace on it, and it was right next to the bench. And she said, Joanna, that's a sign, because she, my director was lovely. Um, her name is Kelly. And uh, 
she said, that's a sign. And I said, oh my God, Kelly, I didn't even notice that. And so uh, her, her name is Kelly K. Barnett, by the way. Mm -hmm. And and I said, thank you for pointing that out to me. And we filmed. And that was that. Okay. So the thing is that when we filmed it, we never filmed anything from the knees down. So there's nothing on film. And this is important. There's the reason why I say that. So six months, eight months goes by. My girlfriend, Anna, who... Uh, who had associations with with the church was uh, she was she was leaving there and I said to her Anna before you go I want to go back to the yard and I want to take a picture so she says okay we make an appointment to go back we go back and there is no stone mm. no stone so we start combing the entire yard looking for the stone. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. And there's no stone. So I look at Anna and I say, well, we have to find the stone. You know, realize this is a quest now for me. And we go to the grounds manager. Mm -hmm. And he says, there's never been a stone with, there's never been a painted stone there's never been a painted stone. And this stone. is the stone that both you and Kelly saw. Kelly and Kelly pointed it out to me. Wow. And then we go to the gardener. We find the gardener. Uh-huh. And we say, do you know what happened to that stone? Uh-huh. And he says, there's never been a stone here. And then there were two gardener assistants. And we found the gardener assistants because we said, well, maybe somebody took it. Maybe somebody doesn't know. We questioned all of those people to say, was it moved? Was it thrown away? Did somebody take it? And everyone said there was never a stone that had the name Grace on it that was painted. And it was, I mean, it, it wasn't like a teeny stone that you can buy that says gratitude, love. Right. You know, it was like a 12 inch by six, eight inch stone, light blue with white letters that said grace on it. So for some, so I know it seems odd, weird, uncanny. It's not like anybody would try to place there that day because we were filming, who mm -hmm. knew? <coughs> Excuse me. And I feel like my mother was there that day. I, I, I'm sure she was. So in that sense, do you feel like when we leave this earth, our spirits are still around? Yes, I do believe yeah. that. Yeah. I do believe that. And did you believe that before? I did, but I never had any what I felt to be tangible evidence. Right. And I have to say, all throughout making that mm -hmm. series mm -hmm. and even... Now, while mm -hmm. we're pitching it and mm -hmm. and such, I feel as if her spirit has been quietly gracing it with with her presence. So does that give you the courage, I don't know if courage is the right word, or the want or the drive to keep pushing on? 
with good and screwed? Yes, but I feel as if it will be very, I feel as if it, it's all organic. Because I know sometimes when you talk about it, you talk about how you feel like you're doing it by yourself, but in a weird way, you're not because your mother's helping you. Well, when I, when I say I'm doing it by myself, what well, I it's mean... The, it's the frustration that every artist has when we're creating, you know? You feel as if you're... Sometimes you're just alone with it yourself and you have to keep going. I, th I think it's just whatever, whatever anybody who creates on their own right. is, is that, first of all, no, no man is an island. I couldn't create this without all of the wonderful people right. who worked with me. I think it's just what we all have is the pressures of, of when one creates, you are creating it on your own. Right. And so it's, it's my own internal sense of excellence and pressure of trying to create something that everyone can be proud of. Yeah. And, and that I, I want to be able to share it with the world. Yeah. That's but what I'm I just, mean by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking about like the idea that, you know, your mother's still with you and she's still helping you with this project and, Yes, I mean, oh. I will talk to her out loud. Yeah. And I will say, yeah. Ma, I need help. Help yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so then do you not fear death now? I don't fear death now. Wow. Really? That's huge. I don't want to die. Yeah, I get that. But I don't fear it. I guess I don't fear, fear death the way I used to. Uh-huh. Yes. So so when I say I don't want to die, mm -hmm. no, I, I don't want to die. So does that mean I fear it? I, n no, I don't fear it. Because because do you feel like... Well, I feel like then I'm going to see my mother. Yes, exactly. And I'm going to see my father. Yes. And I'm going to see my beloved Chow Chow. Yeah. Phoebe. That's my adore, her dog. My Chow Chow. Yeah. So this is so interesting because um, now I don't feel like when I die that I'm going to see people that have passed. Though it's, I, I mean, I can't say to you, do I think that I'm going to see my friend Scotty Decker? Um, no, not like you're saying. Um, I would love to see Scotty Decker. I adored him, you know. I would love to see these people. Um, I but, but I don't feel like that I'm going to. That I've had two friends, really close friends, that have committed suicide suddenly. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole nother story. That's that's another podcast that we can get into. Um, so, yeah. And then, yes, I mean, I had a friend who, unfortunately, really close friend who died of breast cancer. So, so there's not a part of you that I wants to... Like like hopes hopes to see those people. No, again? I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you that I would love to see them again. But you just don't believe you will. Not like you're saying that you do. I guess that's part of. I, I, guess, I guess I guess I erased that. Then I erased that that you that you've said some of those things to me because I find it like almost like I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could deal then with. Never being able to meet them again. Yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying, and I and I think this is why we're doing faith 
on Sunday because and being really truthful about yeah. it. Yeah, I don't. I honestly, I'm sitting here and I'm feeling like if I if I really felt that I would never see my mother, my father, some people that I really, really you know love, um, there would be such a deep sense of loss that I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. I, I couldn't deal with it. Well, and I guess the that's interesting. Um, I guess the other difference is is that I guess I feel like when I'm dead, I'm dead. You know, my husband feels that way too. Yeah, so that we're all dead. You know, um, so I I guess in the sense of like when you say, "Am I ever going to see them again?" Well, I no, I'm never going to see my mother again because she's dead. And I'm not living forever, so I'm going to be dead, too. But so how does that make you feel? Um, I don't... I guess I've just accepted it, and I'm just... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I just think they're dead, and I'll be dead. And so I, I don't. I don't have any sense of, like you know, I'm going to see them again in heaven or anything like that. It's just like the end. So I'm going to ask you a personal question. You don't have to answer it. Uh-huh. So when your let's, mother passed uh-huh. away, what, what happened? How did you feel? Um, I was sad. Um, I loved my mother. I think she loved me. Um, but I did not have the relationship that you have with your mother. Oh, okay. My friends are my family. Mm-hmm. All right. Oops. Really my family. So I've experienced great loss in my life, but not in the way that people have. Like, it's been more from my friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then that makes sense based upon but, what but you even, just said. But even in that, again, there's people in my life that I'd like to see it again. But even with them that I miss, and I go like, oh, good, I'm never going to see them again. I'm not. I don't think I'm ever going to see them again because I think that they're dead and I'm going to be dead. And I guess that's when the sort of faith thing comes in. I don't think that I believe that there's an afterlife. However. I wonder sometimes, though, and this is where it gets a little, I can be more of a spiritualist. I do wonder sometimes if we don't go into other bodies. So in other words, there's reincarnation, or if, I don't know, but maybe we just don't go anywhere. Maybe we're just dead. See, that's too depressing for me. That's what we're talking about. That's why I said, wouldn't it be great if there was a heaven? I don't really find it depressing because I don't live in that. I live in the now. So do you believe in in do, do you believe in spirits at all? No, then you can't believe in spirits. I mean, I believe that you had this experience with No, your I know you're not. And I and I totally believe that it happened and I believe, oh, that could be your mother. That doesn't make me think so I believe you and this is where it's so complicated belief but I don't that doesn't make me think like oh I'm gonna die and when I die I'm I mean maybe I will maybe I'll still be floating around I mean you know how sometimes in life you can meet somebody and you're like wow I feel like I've known you forever I mean maybe maybe we are reincarnated Part of me believes that too. That's why when I say when you question me about Catholicism uh-huh. and all that, I I believe I'm more of a spiritual person mm-hmm. 
not spirits, not into spiritism, mm -hmm. uh, spiritual, which means I believe I have, uh, I, I take a lot of different belief systems mm -hmm. and I put them together. Mm -hmm. I simply necessarily, I kind of define as Catholic, but I really take elements of Buddhism and perhaps reincarnation and, and I, and I put them all together mm -hmm. under the tenets really of trying to do good, be good, mm -hmm. be kind, just live as, as, as nice a life, not, not do evil, mm -hmm. you know, uh, not be cruel. Well, I think everything is, I mean, you know, one, what is faith? You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, I could, I could say that I have faith in that I'm going to get home later. But what I'm talking about when I say, when I use the term faith is, no, I, is, is a greater, is either a greater being, you know, when, when I you do contemplate not, the universe. I do not believe that there's a greater being up there guiding our lives. I believe, I do not believe that at all. So the Big Bang? Do not I don't know. I don't believe in the seven days. I don't know how the world. No, was not created. the seven days. I'm talking about the I mean, Big Bang. But, I mean, you know, how how the maybe yeah, multiple universes. Yeah, I mean it's hard if you if you you know I sun moon like, stars. Like, oddly, <laughs> I can't even wrap my brain around that because one could say, well, if I don't believe that there's somebody that started it, then you could argue, well, how did it all start? So I don't know. I kind of believe in karma and um, like. Like, it's funny, like, a lot of times, you know, when you talk about, well, I'm going to try to be a good person, or I'm, sometimes I'll be like, well, I want to be a good person for karma. <laughs> you know, like, like, what am I going to get out of it? Not in my, in my karma, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, but I do think people have, what I do believe in is morality. And I do believe in what is this is something that I always love about uh, Tennessee Williams. He always talks about in the Glass Menagerie how how men aren't run by instinct. You know, the animals have instinct. We, as men, women, the human race, we should aspire to something else. Mm -hmm. So I do believe in aspiring to the highest denominator, okay. um, which is you know our better selves. And, but, you know, as human beings, we're flawed. We don't always do it. I agree. But I do sometimes wonder, you know, like, God, what is it like to have that immense faith? I actually think my religion is my art, is art. My art, I've been an artist my whole life. I've been in the arts my whole life. Art has just saved me. So I think that being able to create, being around artists. I think that sort of in a weird way has been my religion and also my addiction. Okay. So I think we kind of have to wrap it up here. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to wrap it up with something Albert Einstein had said. Wonderful. And I'm just gonna read it. Okay. So to end the segment, I wanted to so to end this podcast topic, I wanted to read something beautiful from Albert Einstein. The most beautiful emotion we can experience is the mystical. It is the power of all true art and science. 
He to whom this emotion is a stranger, who can no longer wonder and stand wrapped in awe, is as good as dead. This knowledge, this feeling, is at the center of true religiousness. In this sense, and in this sense only, I belong to the rank of devoutly religious men. Yeah, we so, have to end the podcast. But we always promise to a book recommendation. Yeah, and I have one. It's And it's not at all about faith at all. <laughs> it's just a really fun thriller. It's called Necessary People. Uh, it's by Anne Petaniak. And it's about these two women that meet in college and stay friends and how their friendship turns all like... Um, chilling and thrilling and it's a fast fast fun fun read you will not want to put it down oh and as a quick reminder we'd love it if you visited our page on instagram at terrace truth talking where you could give us feedback about what you heard us discuss today and also what your experiences are with the spirits and spiritualism and religion thank you for that and we want to end with our motto, yes, which is, remember, remember kindness, kindness counts. counts.